is up? My name is Bria Wanamaker. I'm a registered psychotherapist, a speaker, a personal trainer, and I'm obsessed with the mind-body connection and the effects that chronic stress, anxiety, depression, and our lifestyle patterns have on our mental and physical well-being. Through this podcast, it's my goal to help empower you with the knowledge, skills, and wisdom to fuel your body, mind, and soul. This is called the Better Bodies Podcast in an effort to help us learn how to have better bodies. And what that means to me is to have more energy, be less fatigued, exhausted, and burnt out, and to help us develop more love and connection toward ourselves and with others versus the old narrative of hustle and grind culture and building better bodies that are simply for aesthetic purposes. In this podcast, you can expect to hear some solo episodes from me, and I'll also bring on guests who will share their expertise and life experiences to help us participate fully in our daily lives. Welcome. Let's dive on in. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Better Bodies Podcast. It's Monday, and I'm coming at you with a quick episode about decision making and how do we make the right decisions for ourselves in any given situation. Um, And this can be really challenging because, you know, sometimes you also have to be able to make decisions for other people around you and and loved ones. Um, And I find that we can barely even manage ourselves sometimes. So how do you make the right decision for yourself? And especially, too, if we're talking, you know, uh, disordered eating or disordered relationship with exercise and movement, um, that can be a really challenging place to make decisions for yourself as well as, especially in all aspects of life. But I find that because of, you know, like I'll speak from personal, um, personal experience right now. So after years of, you know, repressing what you actually want and need in any moment and just saying like, go hard. Like I work out this many times a week, I work out for this long and there's, it's really rigid, right? There isn't that flexibility to say, what do I want right now? What do I need right now? And there is no decision making. And some people, well, I don't know, (laughs) like people, some people thrive off of routine, like routine is fantastic, but there has to be some room for flexibility. Um, structure is amazing. Boundaries are amazing. Routine is amazing. There has to be some room for you to opt out and to advocate for yourself and your needs in any given situation. And so I think that's one of the most important pieces is always remembering that your needs in any given moment can change and also your needs matter. And I imagine it can kind of feel like, you know, uh, someone who's discharged from the military and, you know, after years of um, rigidity and structure and having that, that freedom to, you know, structure the day, the day, blah, blah, structure their day in the way that they want. And that feels good for them. And oftentimes I think we see those people still being pretty rigid, just like it's ingrained in behavioral traits after that. 
And same thing as like, you know, when anyone retires and they're like, I need to find something else to do. I need to find something else to fill the time. I don't know what to do with myself. Sometimes there can be um, some mental health concerns in there, like depression, anxiety, and just experiencing chronic stress because it's um, overwhelming when we don't have that time structured. And that's kind of what it feels like too, coming out of um, just eating disorder life and, and anyone who is um, like practicing intuitive eating or um, things like that, following that. And maybe you've read the book, maybe you've done the, the workbook or you just look up things on Instagram in regard to like intuitive eating, intuitive movement. Um, and I have the book. I haven't read it yet. But, um, or like, and I don't really follow those principles. I'm just trying to kind of in, um, trying to take care of myself in a way that feels good for me and not following any one particular modality. But if you're someone who's following that, that can feel very overwhelming and hard to take in and hard to practice because of coming out of that rigid mindset um so much else is at play there you actually like don't know how to prioritize your needs and what you want and what feels good for you and it can be really conflicting you know I often um find myself being like should I exercise or should I rest and not knowing which one to pick Um, so a question I've started asking myself, and this has to apply to more areas in your life than just food and exercise. Um, but like it can apply to like saying yes or no to a job, saying yes or no to spending time with somebody, um, or going to an event, whatever it is. But the question is, what is going to make me feel really good? What is going to make me feel really good? And, you know, I played around with this question a little bit, like um, asking myself, you know, what's going to be easier? Because I feel like I always choose the hard option or like the path of most resistance. So I've tried asking like in this, if I'm making a a decision on something like, okay, uh, what would be the path of least the path of least resistance, what would be the easiest option here? And that one for me doesn't feel as clear cut as the question of what would make me feel really good right now. And we have to do things in life sometimes that don't make us feel really good. Like, uh, let's take this morning, for example, um, doing laundry. I have a bunch of laundry to do. I just got back from camping. And so, um, that was like, I, I needed to put the laundry in. And, um, so I'm in a building where you got to go up and down the flights of stairs <laughs> and to throw your laundry in. Um, and I'm like, Ugh, that's not going to make me feel really good right now, but it has to be done anyway. Right. And so, I was like, well, do you know what would make me feel really good right now is, first of all, having a cup of coffee, okay? Like, let's do the coffee first and then the laundry. Um, And this is just like such a basic example and it sounds so mundane. Like, it's pretty surface level, right? Like, that's not a big life dilemma. Oh, laundry or coffee, blah, blah, blah. And like, uh, obviously 
you know, blessed that I have laundry facilities here in my building and that I can do that. I know some people have to go out and do coin laundry or whatever it is. Um, and so I digress. <laughs> but, um, so what I'm saying is asking myself, you know, what is going to make me feel really good right now? And having that dilemma of, okay, well, I could take 30 minutes and have coffee and like feel sane, feel like a human and then go do the laundry. And then there's this other part that's like, or if you just throw the laundry in now, then it'll be done. And then you can have coffee. And like, we have all those thoughts. Like we have like 80,000 thoughts a day, right? And just so you know, 95% of them are pretty much the same. And so we are on that constant loop. So if it feels like your brain is on the loop and you've already thought about the same things a bunch of times today, it's probably because you actually have. So first of all, if you are out on a walk and whatnot, let's try and have some novel thoughts. Um, I'll notice like when I'm walking Mika and stuff, excuse me, sometimes I like, and literally I have had the same loop in my head like 20 times and I'm like, okay, I like wake myself up and I'm like, we need to have some novel thoughts here. So I'll start uh, like uh, forcing myself or like encouraging myself to daydream or like visualize. I'm like, okay, what does your life look like in 10 years? Um, And just like getting my brain out of the, I don't know, the, that loop, I guess that ruminating. Um, so that can be a really good strategy, you know, like what, what am I excited about over the next year? Asking yourself different questions to, to get yourself out of that loop can be really important. Anyway, that was a tangent (laughs) to say, asking yourself, what is going to make me feel really good right now? also disrupts that loop because you heard all those questions or thoughts I had about doing the laundry. Like, oh, if I do it now, then I can do this, then I can do this. And then it just spirals. And that's how we get stuck into feeling like, oh, I've done the same thing over and over again. My day feels stuck. My life feels stuck. This is boring, whatever it is. Um, So if you can disrupt that loop, by saying, hmm, like what would actually make me feel really good right now is, oh, sitting down, having a coffee, recording a podcast. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. (laughs) Um, And then I'm gonna get to the laundry after. And it turns out, you know, it's not that big of a deal, right? But we, when we're stuck in that loop in our head and those ruminating thoughts that come over and over again, we really do make it a big deal. It seems like our thoughts are, reality, it seems like they are the biggest thing in the world. And it's really like us against our thoughts sometimes. So yes, I know there are things that you can't necessarily get out of or that don't make you feel really good. Like maybe it's your job and you have to do you know, these certain tasks, like if it's Monday to Friday, I'm asking you, what can you do within those time boundaries, within that structure that would make you feel good? Maybe it is taking a break. Maybe um, you're dreading something. Maybe you're dreading your workout that's after work and that's not going to make you 
feel really good throughout the day, maybe you can switch that up and just say like, I'm not going to do an intense workout after work. What would actually make me feel really good is going out for a walk, even though I've already Um, I already told my friend that I'm going to go to the gym with her and we're going to do this group class. I know that that's not going to make me feel really good after my eight hour workday because I have a bunch of meetings today and I'm not about that and I'm just dreading it. What's going to make me feel good throughout the day is knowing that I can look forward to going for a walk, putting in my headphones, listening to music, listening to a podcast, listening to an audiobook. That is what I need. Okay, that's just an example of like putting those boundaries in place to promote your health. So I just wanted to share this quick tip with you on decision making. So whatever it is, what is going to make me feel really good right now? And then allowing yourself to have that um, because we have been repressing that, suppressing that for so long that you know, sometimes we don't even know anymore what's going to make us feel really good right now. And you're going to have to ask yourself that a bazillion times a day. Okay. So that is one really, really important question. And I want you to practice that. And I'm going to continue to practice that too. And also knowing that, no, we can't feel awesome, fantastic all the time necessarily. Um, because there are, you know, responsibilities and tasks that we may have set up in our life that we don't enjoy, but that do have some sort of payoff reinforcement outcome that we need. Um, but yeah, sometimes what makes you feel really good is also the hard option. That's why, um, I say like, I'm not necessarily a fan of the question. What, um, should I pick the path of least resistance or the path of most resistance? Because sometimes the easier path leads you to feeling really good. Sometimes the harder path leads you to feeling really good. So that's something only you can decide for yourself. So in wrapping up this motivational Monday episode, I want you to ask yourself, what would make me feel really good right now? What would make me feel really good today? And going with that, going with that, I think is a really great place to start taking care of yourself. Alrighty, I hope you have a great week and I will see you on Friday. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this podcast, you know, you're picking up what I'm putting down. It would mean the world to me if you gave it a rating, five-star rating on Apple Podcasts because that helps other people get connected with the show and take in this information as well. And another great way that you can share uh, is by taking a screenshot of the episode on your phone, sharing it on social media, on your Instagram stories, and tag me in it so that we can get connected and chat more about this. I would love to hear your feedback and to see if there's any information that you want to know more about or guests that you think would be great to hear from on the show. So as always, fuel up my loves and we will chat again soon. Bye.